Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religion and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, oversensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose (laughs) should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. I like this little Chinese okay, love song. Let's start over. Let's start over. Do over. A, a rerun. Okay, Mr. Powell, it is uh, Freedom mm. Friday. Yes, it is. And it's um, May 10th, 2019. Yes, and we've got ugly, yes, awful, yes. ugly, awful stories for you, as usual. We don't do it on purpose. No, seriously. I'm going to take a serious note here. Sometimes we post these things. And, you know, I, I do like an apology. It's like, I, I'm sorry. I apologize for this story. But you have to know I mean, just how bad it is, how close we are to a reset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm, like I'm almost compelled to, to post this stuff, even though sometimes it's like I really don't want to. I know. So it's not, it's not like we're getting, you know jollies off of this or we we enjoy these kind of stories and stuff we really i'd I'd rather not see them but it is part of our reality around us now and uh to me it's it's a lot like the fig tree you know you you see it budding more and more Mm -hmm. you know summer's near and the other thing i want to say mr pan i want to say this a couple of days ago, I was ranting to Miss Kapow, and I never rant to her, right? No. No. I'm always calm. And I was ranting to her about uh, just the times that we're in. And I was like, you know, it's like, God, really? I mean, when are you going to just pull the plug on this thing? When are you going to hit the reset button? Because this is, I mean, if you honestly think that there's anybody out there that's still going to come to their senses and hear the gospel, you know, you need to get down here and look. So, I mean, I'm talking like that, talking crazy, right? But the thing is, is, and I don't have the scripture off the top of my, my head here, but I know what it says. There, a book, in the book of Revelation, it talks about Satan um, overwhelming the saints. Mm-hmm. That he's, he comes after the saints, and he literally, the Greek word is overwhelm, uh, which is different than overcome, because Satan can't overcome you because you're an overcomer in Christ. In fact, the same book in Revelation talks about those who overcome. And what they're talking about is those who overcome this world, this system, this probationary prison planet that we're born into. And if you find that narrow gate, that narrow way, that path through Christ, through the real Messiah, you can overcome the world through Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So you, Satan can't overcome the, a true saint, a true biblical Christian, but he can overwhelm 
all of us. And he does just that. Yes, he does. And the Greek word is overwhelm. And when you see all this stuff going around you and you read about it and you're, you're compelled to open up the Fifth Hook Media Facebook page or you're following it and, you know, you, send, you see one of the posts or two or three posts in one day and you just like, huh, you know, you, you could feel overwhelmed. And I was ranting the other day about just that, about just being overwhelmed. Just, it's like, I just want to look the other way. You can't, but mm-hmm. I just want to, you know, not talk about it no more. Just overwhelmed with everything. Cause it does affect your daily life. It, at least me, it, it affects me mm-hmm. when I go out into the public, you know, I can just, Someone doesn't have to do anything or have bad behavior, but you can just sense a spirit yeah. about them, you know? And I'm not talking about judging a book by its cover or just by the way somebody looks. You can sense a spirit about them. Mm-hmm. The opposite is true. Like today we had lunch and we had this this young man. He looked like a hippie from the 60s, right? So you talk about a book, you know, cover, you know, like that. But I really like this guy. And I told Linda, I go, wow, refreshing to see a real human. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he had he had the human qualities about him. Anyway, it's like just feeling overwhelmed. And it, what's interesting is after I kind of had this rant um, and I posted some stories on the Facebook page, I had at least three or four other people say the same thing in the comments, mm. you know, without even knowing what I was saying, you know. They just said the same thing, very similar, like, how long, Lord? Or, you know, my gosh, you know, please come back soon. I mean, so I I do think there's many of us that just feel overwhelmed by the evil that's around us. Because once once your eyes open up and you really get discernment and you really start seeing the reality the way it really is, not the phony reality that was created in the world through the fallen ones, but you really see it the way it is. You 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 see that there's evil just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Even in the past, you may go back and go, well, the 70s were a great year. The 80s were a great year. But uh, you go back and listen to that music, go back and watch those programs and stuff, and you'll see that they're still hiding in plain sight. But over the years, they became more and more bold because... The demonic portals have now been fully opened. You know, mm-hmm. the angel holding the key to the bottomless pit has turned it and they are released. And you can tell by these stories that it's just not the same Mm-mm. anymore. They, they, there is just incredible, incredible amount of evil all around us, uh, surrounding us. All right. You know, it's kind of like um, Lot. Right, his name means covering or um, um, something that's wrapped closely or envelope, envelope, envelope. And um, he was sent to. Uh, well, he lived in Sodom and Gomorrah, where there was a lot of sin and darkness and all that. And it's kind of like us. We're covered under the Lord Jesus Christ, but we're sent here to this earth that's very dark and sinful and whatnot. And just like Lot, whose um, spirit was vexed, his soul was vexed, it's the same thing with us. We're here in this ugly place, and we see everything that's going on, and we're vexed. 
we're oppressed by everything that's we're seeing that we're witnessing here. Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah, it just really it gets to you. Mm-hmm. It gets to you and um yeah. You know, I want is I want you know, the next person to get saved as much as as you do. But you you just look around and you're going Ugh. And the state of the church, and the state that's of really bad, yeah. you know, Western Christianity, if that's what you you know, it's it's because it's like you have nowhere to go. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. It's there's just, really uh, no fellowship except for what we have on the uh, radio. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely amazing. And you know, last week i I played a, um, a carnival here. Every year they have a. You know, they celebrate the city, and they have uh, Mesquite Days, that type of thing. And it was the 35th anniversary uh, for the city, becoming a city. So I played at this carnival and stuff. And I this is the third year in a row I played there, you know, on a Saturday night. But I'll tell you what, you know, the, the people, <laughs> and there's some great, great people in the city. But, you know, Ms. Kapow and I both noticed the zombies. I mean, just... Like I said, you can feel the spirit and stuff, but I mean, they have no, no sense. Yeah, no sense. They have no civility. Mm-mm. No, absolutely no courtesy. But just like no, but no. Um, I, and I want to use the term common sense. It's a horrible term because it's either the common, you know, or no sense. But they have no um, idea. How do I put it? They're like. They remind me of ants, you know, when ants just kind of run into each other and stuff. But I know ants are a lot more intelligent than, than these zombies mm-hmm. are. But they remind me of that. They're just, they're, I, I was unloading some equipment. And one guy, I saw him walking right towards me, looking down on his phone. I watched him. Mm-hmm. And as he walked past me, he tripped over the curb and almost face planted. And I heard him go, whoa, whoa, whoa. you know, start cussing at himself. And he just kept walking. But, it, but there was like hundreds of people like that. Yeah, the They're majority just, of them anyway. Yeah, just in the way. They don't know how to walk around. They just It was just, it, it, I guess it was the spirit of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, right right in front of the stage where we're playing is the first booth, a vendor. Yeah, you because know, a bunch of vendors out there was a tarot sure. card reading. <laughs> you know, yeah. we never we never had that in the city. No. Mm-mm. And it was. I was a, really surprised. Yeah. He was reading, um, was he reading palms too or just tarot? I don't know. It just said tarot card. Tarot card. And he was standing out there doing magic tricks, you know, attracting people and stuff. And he was like the first booth, you know, right across from the stage where we were at. Yeah, tarot reading. Anyway, I just say, you know, that I'm sure you've probably seen the same thing. It's just there's there's a difference in the human species, mm-hmm. you know. There really is. So anyway, let me get on with the story. I ten minutes into the show and I'm blabbing. Um, first story, Miss Powell, mm-hmm. is this? This is in Arizona. The headlines: Fox News says Arizona mom found guilty of starving her three-year-old son to death and storing his body in a toy chest. This is one of the most horrible, horrific stories. I started the week off with, and uh, they're all like this. This is Arizona. A woman, uh, she's been found guilty of first-degree murder and child abuse. 44 years old of Tucson, Arizona. Mm -hmm. Uh, She had a husband 
They starved. They literally starved their son to death. They wouldn't allow anyone to feed him. Uh, they just killed him like an animal. Yeah. Can you imagine what a, what a horrific death this kid was? She uh, she pleaded guilty to the crime. She says, I did it. Mm-hmm. And her lawyer says, here's, here's her excuse for doing what she did. Her lawyer says she was a drug addict who was struggling financially. So that gives her reason to do what she did. Yeah. You know, you know why she was struggling financially, Ms. Capel? Hmm. Because she's buying drugs. <laughs> yeah. That's why. No, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, you were buying drugs. You could pay your bills. In the opening statements, her defense attorney pushed back on claims that she murdered her son. And you know what he said about the dead, the dead little three-year-old boy? He was, was medically compromised. What does that mean? In other words, he, 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 he had some physical issues, medical issues? Medical. Mm-hmm. So, so he deserved to be starved to death and, and his, human, his human remains stuffed in a toy chest in a backyard? I don't know how that attorney could live with himself. Well, yeah. You know this, what I mean? That's just... Yeah. I know, I know that the whole world operates on law, and when you need an attorney, you need one. But really, this son of a... Right? Is going to mm-hmm. say that? That my client is a drug addict struggling financially, and I don't think she murdered the kid because he was medically compromised anyway. Basically, it was a late-term abortion, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's what this is. She waited three years before she aborted the kid by starving him. So they were arrested in 2014 after human remains of their son was found in a plastic toy chest in the backyard of a home where they had been living. Yeah, and wasn't the landlord the one that found him? Yeah. He was cleaning the home after they... Uh, left in the process of moving. And so the landlord, so they're so stupid, they didn't even take the remains with them. Mm-mm. So they just starved him to death and just just stuffed his butt like trash. Like trash, yeah. That's sad. So they think this uh, three-year-old boy died between uh, the spring of 2013 and January 14. He died from starvation and neglect. And guess what? They have four other children. I know. Now, here's, here's something that, that really gripes me. Yep. In 2014, authorities said their three youngest children, who were minors, were turned over to Child Protective Services, See? CBS, right? And you know how good they are. Mm-hmm. And then the police said the other children did not appear to have any signs of abuse. But the children reportedly did not attend school regularly. See? You know, that's a tax thing. Got you know can't get your funds if your kids don't go to school. Mm-hmm. So Tucson police chief, he said the family had previous contacts with CBS and the agency had taken the children away before, but returned them to the parents. See, so the government is just as culpable. Yeah, for these, for these acts, for yeah. this murder. Because you didn't notice this this kid being starved. It says the Arizona Department of Child Safety reportedly removed the dead kid when he, you know, before. His name was Roman. They removed him and three of the older siblings from his parents after the birth, after his birth in July 2010 due to drug exposure. But a year later, Roman was back with his father 
who's also been charged with first-degree murder and is scheduled for trial in August. Shimini. So that was whole- like almost 10 years ago when all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 10 years ago. So the, the system itself it it's fails. Up. Yeah. I mean, we just, that's what I'm talking about, a reset. The whole thing is... Yeah. I know. What good is this uh, government agency? And we hear stories like this all the time. And you know what? When I when I look at this gal's booking photo, her eyes are just really so cold and heartless. Yeah. I mean, she just she almost has a smirk on her face. Mm-hmm. See the size of her neck? Yeah. It's huge. Big old neffy. Looks like a dude. Disgusting. How many of you remember the story contained in the book of Acts, chapter 19, where there were seven sons of Sceva, and they were trying to cast out a demon because they saw the apostle Paul doing great miracles through God. So they tried to do the same thing. So they go up to this guy who's demon-possessed, and they say, we adjure you by this Jesus whom Paul preaches to come out. Yeah. And guess what the evil spirit did? The evil spirit answered them and said to them, hey, I recognize Jesus and I know about Paul, but who are you? And guess what? The man that had the demons jumped on him, beat the heck out of him, subdued him, overpowered him, and they literally fled out of the house naked and wounded. Wow. Guess why? Guess why? Because they did not go to Amazon.com and buy demons in my marriage bed a true story of spiritual warfare the book is not about you being married or single the book is about dealing with demonic forces and you need to know how to do that today more than you ever have for your own life and for those around you the book is a training manual and there's training in there that will teach you how not to be the sons of Skiva and get beat up by demons it will give you the tools for you to be recognized by them because they'll know that you're exercising the authority that is given to you through christ you need to get this book now on the other side of the coin will you have the uh, the child being the crook, we've done this before. We showed both sides of the coin. In Texas, mm. there was a 12-year-old child, a boy, murders his younger brother. Now, it's not like an accidental shooting. It's not like, oh, he, you know, they were playing with a gun and it went off. He murdered him yep. because he was immediately charged. A 12-year-old boy is immediately charged with murder. Well, you and I both know you can't. There's an age of accountability. 12 years old, you know. Yeah, he intended to kill his yeah. brother. Yeah, so this had to be really bad. There's not enough detail here. Doesn't say exactly what happened. But it had to be really bad to be charged with murder. Mm-hmm. A 12-year-old boy. Yeah. So this is in Texas. He, he shot and killed his younger brother. Shot him in the chest. Wow. 10 years old. He was 10 years old, died. Um, There's not a whole lot, yeah, not a whole lot to it. 
It doesn't give a whole lot. It just says that the 12-year-old boy had been charged with murder seven hours after the shooting. So you know it had to be, it's cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they don't say a whole lot about no. it. No. But I love all the comments. You know, 90% of them are about dr- uh, gun control. Mm-hmm. You know, these people just, they're so wrapped up in their political nonsense and their agendas that they can't even see this for what it is. The pure mm. evil that surrounds a 12-year-old child to kill his 10-year-old sibling. Mm-hmm. Okay, for story number three. This is another one that really... Uh, oh, I hate this one. This one I had a hard time reading. Yeah. You know, I didn't know this, but apparently in Australia they have a pretty lenient court system. Mm. I didn't know that, but uh, I found that out, that they're pretty... They're, Pretty lenient. You can get away with a lot of stuff there in Aussie land. This is a evil father drugged. Now, this is his own daughter. It's bad enough when these men are raping their stepchildren, foster children. But this is his flesh and blood. This is flesh and blood, yeah. Disgusting. He drugs his daughter, who's 13, also her friend, he took him on a camping trip, drugged him so he could rape him. Mm, 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 the daughter mm, awoke to find him sexually assaulting her. This ain't the first time he did it. Uh, it's disgusting. They found on him or in his computer stuff pictures of this 13-year-old girl when she was eight, bound and gagged with duct tape with her legs spread open. So see, ay, ay, ay. He's been sexually abusing her for a long time. Uh, this guy's 42 years old. He purposely gave him uh, the two girls' volume so he could rape them. Mm. Yeah. And they said when he was sentenced, he showed no remorse. See, See that's, that's demonic. That's demonic. Demons don't have remorse. Mm-mm. They have no conscience. Mm-mm. No, and they hate humans, and they just kill and destroy and whatever they can do. So what he did is he gave his own daughter and her friend some Valium to knock her out. And they were on a camping trip, uh, apparently. And he had set up a tent with three rooms for them to camp in. And when the daughter woke up in her grogginess in the middle of the night, the father was lying next to her doing stuff. Mm -mm. Uh Mm -hmm. She told him to stop. And he says that she, he told her she could be a model. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, dear God. The young girls were told to drink cordial that tasted funny by the father after they had watched a movie at 930. And the girls felt dizzy after uh, walking back from the bathroom, from the campground bathroom. Uh, and then when the doctor, when the daughter woke up, the, the dad was doing nasty uh, she kind of, she told her dad, what are you doing? And her father told her to be quiet. You know, he, he shushed her. There's another person next door to tent that heard all this, heard a female saying, what are you doing? And this guy telling her to, to shush. When they called the police, they got there. This guy says, hey, I was just trying to cover. It's a misunderstanding. I was just trying to cover her up with a sleeping bag because she was mm-hmm. half naked. Um, and then um, the officers searched uh, the father's, Stuff and they found condoms, they mm. found lubricant, yeah. oh, dear God. Uh, Valium, they found duct tape. 
The All girl, in the father's bag. All in his bag. They said the, the girls had enough volume in their blood to cause sedation to the extent that sexual assault could be facilitated. Uh, he, they also, he had searched on his phone. He had Googled on his phone. How long does Valium take to kick in? And he also Googled how much Valium to take. And he Googled how much Valium for a 50-kilogram female. <laughs> Jiminy. Yeah. And then, of course, the photo of this uh, the girl when she was eight, bound and gagged with duct tape, lying on a bed with her legs spread apart, was mm-hmm. found oh, at a search of his home. He also had pictures of the girls naked in the shower and of them in their swimming suits. The father apparently would open the bathroom door with a screwdriver after the girls had locked it. Jeez. Uh, he also had pornography. Searches for, yeah, guess. Father-daughter sex videos. <laughs> this dude is searching porn sites for father-daughter sex videos. Yeah. He pled guilty to, here's the magic number, 11 charges, including aggravated, indecent assault, sexual intercourse with a 13-year-old girl, druggy girls, commit an indectable offense, producing a possessing child, abuse material. He's been in custody since 2017, and he's going to be eligible for release in 2032. Like 20, 20 years in jail. He'll probably get six months, and he'll be out. Is that wow. disgusting or what? Yeah, I find it's really difficult. That story is very difficult. Hard, 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 hard. Overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from The Blaze, and uh, there's no pun intended, but it's about a blaze, about a fire. Oh, this is another disgusting one, the picture of this animal. Father reportedly rigs car with propane tank, intentionally sets it on fire, with his three-year-old daughter chained inside. Mm, mm, mm. He purposely killed her. A guy's 39 years old. He, re- he chained his three-year-old daughter in his car and set the car ablaze. It was, uh, the car was outfitted with two separate propane tanks. The child, a three-year-old girl named Zoe, burned to death after her father set the car on fire. She was strapped into her car seat, and both rear doors were chained shut, one to the other, so the doors could not be opened. See, die, yeah, yeah. So no, no one would be able to open the doors and rescue her. Is that something? Uh, he was found at a pond at a nearby park in flames, trying to extinguish himself. So they don't know if he, you know, was originally gonna uh, kill himself. Also, and then chickened out. I don't think so. Or he got he got caught on fire while doing this. Right, I think that's the latter one. It's yeah. the true one. Because he, according to the story, he's been trying to hurt this girl for a while now. Yeah. So he got his clothes on fire. That's, a, that, that's what drew the attention to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently when there was a witness that saw him trying to extinguish the fire, I'm sure that witness now thinks, hmm, I should have just let him burn. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? 
Because you just see somebody on fire trying to, you know, you go help them. You know, you don't know what the deal is. But, yeah, I'm sure now he's like, oh, my God, I should just let this guy burn to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happened in Queens, New York, by the way. Wow. In the good old United States of America. Mm. Apparently, he had he rigged a, pro ta- a propane tank inside. He put a propane tank outside and connected to the car via a hose. So this guy went all out to kill this kid. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the police said it was a horrific way to kill a little girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently the uh, first responders um, took Zoe and began CPR, but it was too late. She had already, she had already died. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that he was uh, arrested once for criminal contempt and had two arrests for aggravated harassment against a different woman in 2013. Just a tool for many, many years. Just mm-hmm. a punk tool. Uh, apparently, he was in a in a custody battle with the child's mother. Yeah, mm-hmm. had a history of threatening to hurt the little girl. Really? See, so you're in a custody battle against the mother, but you threaten your own kid. But see, the thing is, wh- why did the mother, yeah. who, who's a 36 year old medical assistant, allow this man to take her daughter? I mean, I would have gone with them. I know. Well, you know, and then the other question is, well, did this guy just wake up one day and become like this? No. Or, or did or did this 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 woman have any indication that this guy was a, an a-hole from the beginning? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But hey, let's go breed. It's the world we live in. Let's go breed. Idiots. Yeah. And basically, he tried to threaten the wife or the woman... With the kid, you know? Yeah. She says, just before he burned my daughter, this is what she says, he called saying crazy things. She says, I couldn't even understand him. But he said, do I have your attention now, B? I got your attention now, B. You're never going to see your daughter again. So, yeah. Premeditated. (laughs) Premeditated. So now the mother is remorseful, too. Yeah, she's remorseful. Yeah. This is her only adult. Uh... Crazy, crazy, crazy. Let's talk about the uh, these two uh, morons in Colorado. You know? Mm. Let's talk about morons in Colorado. You know, and if I know I have listeners in Colorado listening, and I don't know if I do or not, but if I do, and you're listening to this show, obviously... You're you're a moron that lives in a, you're not a moron that lives in a moron state. It's mm-hmm. like California, or me in Nevada, you know. <laughs> so, but the majority of people who are not awake are morons, mm-hmm. and um, and I'll tell you why. I mean, Colorado, come on, all these school shootings there. I mean, just what was it last month? Um, on the, the anniversary of the Columbine, they yeah. caught that gal mm-hmm. who had bought three one-way tickets from Florida to there. Doesn't that weird? Doesn't that sound yep. kind of weird to you? Oh, yeah. Then she has a gun, a shotgun, and then they find her an hour away from the school uh, dead. So apparently something went wrong with that, you know, false flag. Mm-hmm. Something happened there, and that didn't quite work out. So then these two yahoos are, you know, called up to do their thing. But Colorado has problems, man. Yeah. Because well, they're so liberal. They're very liberal. It's a demonic city. 
Weren't they the first ones to um, legalize marijuana? Yes. And then today or yesterday, we read in the paper that they uh, legalized mushrooms. Yeah, they've, de- so. they've decriminalized mushrooms. Um, and that's not mushrooms like salad. No. <laughs> no. Uh, did, you know, they were the first, like you said, to legalize pot. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and now they have problems. And we all knew they would have problems. When you bring drugs into your city... And legalize, you're going to have problems. But the California, you know, Oregon's followed suit, Washington followed suit, all the libtard, California, and Nevada. Yep, we are the same. And we got a dispensary here, and everybody loves these freaking people. Everybody loves our marijuana mm-hmm. factory here. Um, people, they, they employ people, they work there. Everybody's stoned, they love it. And if you try to talk to somebody and you try to say something negative about the marijuana industry in this town, they just look at you like you're just crazy. Because it's legal now. It's legal So it's not a bad thing. And what's the difference between that and going to the casinos and gambling and drinking is what they say. So, um, but like I was talking about this carnival and the zombies that I saw, I think a lot of it has to do is because you have a different element here than you had before this stuff was legalized last year. Mm -hmm. Because when you got drugs- we see it. What? We see it here. Oh, yeah. You got drugs that are available. You got to bring those people in. Absolutely. That's They build casinos because you got to bring gamblers in, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Denver had their problems with marijuana, but no, no, this, we're going to keep going. They're poised to become the first city in the nation to effectively decriminalize uh, psychedelic mushrooms. Hmm. Something yeah. to be proud of. Yeah, they'd be proud of. So they had a vote. But what it is basically, they, they don't they can't they can't make it legal. It's still a felony. They can't make it legal. I mean these uh, you know, psilocybin mushrooms I, I think are a schedule one or two and hmm. you know, the federal government uh, drugs. They can't they can't legalize but what they what they do is basically tell the cops, put this on your lowest priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what that's what they say. Don't mess with people that have you know it's still illegal but just ignore it <laughs> yeah nice it's the Denver Elections Division um, that put this together they say it's been one hell of a of a 21 and a half hours it's called Initiative 301 campaign he says if these results hold this is an example of the absurd comedy of the great metaphor against all odds we prevailed this is what happens when a small team of dedicated and passionate people, stoners, right, mm-hmm. unite under a single idea to create change. And the vote attracted national attention. And there was efforts that are afoot to get psilocybin, it's mushrooms, related measures on the ballot in Oregon and in California mm. in 2020. And Denver hosted the first ever U.S. popular vote on the matter. Yeah, even though an earlier effort in California failed, but California is going to be next because Denver, Colorado did the marijuana thing first, and then all these other states started following suit mm-hmm. because they saw the money, they saw the taxes, the money, and I'm telling you, and they were like, "Well, then it gets rid of the streets." And bull, that's all nope. bull. It yep. creates a huge black market. Sure, because it's so expensive now. That people go to the black market so they don't have to pay that much. Yeah, where, where did we read the other day that uh, the uh, an ounce of dope here is, and it's one of the cheaper places to buy it. Ounce of dope here is what, like three hundred twenty bucks? Yeah, you read that somewhere. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? And, you know, we know people that work at the dispensary. They yeah. work. So it, 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 we've actually heard these stories where, you know, one waitress where her husband worked there said the manager would give him stuff to go home and try. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be like um, these edibles, like, oops, I dropped it on the floor. Oh, we can't sell that now. Yep. Just clean it up. And they turn their back. So this guy puts it in his pocket, takes it home to his wife and kids so they could try different stuff. Everybody's a stoner around here. I mean, a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. They love this stuff. And then their behavior changes. Yeah. They yeah. become more criminal minded. Oh, gosh. And a lot of them. Oh, they'll tell you all the stories about how it cured their cancer. It cured their mental illness. It well, cured their son. Oh, they can sleep now. It cured their anemia. It killed, you know, it just, it's a, and now it's the same thing with these mushrooms. Um, the FDA uh, had approved certain medicines with psilocybin in it, saying it helped with depression. And, you know, I mean, it's always a medical thing. Mm-hmm. The cure all. Yeah. So, um, anyway, what it says here. Initiative 301 attracted no organized opposition, which is interesting. (laughs) No one opposed it. Critics of Colorado's legalization of marijuana lamented the prospect of Denver blazing yet another trail they see as misguided and potentially harmful. The measure essentially tells police to look the other way on adult psilocybin use. That's what it is. They decriminalize it. It's still mm-hmm. against the law, but the cops, you're not going to care anymore. <laughs> and why would they? Because if they go out of their way and they arrest somebody and do all this paperwork and all this stuff, the courts are just going to drop the case mm-hmm. because it's been decriminalized. So, you know what? It's just better off to go get a donut. Get a cup of coffee donut. You know what? Because the, the pay's the same. The pay's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Why put yourself through it? Um, this guy, Jeff Hunt, who's the director of the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University, said, we'll see what the final numbers are, but we're a little stunned to see a 7,000 vote flip overnight. Mm-hmm. So I guess no one opposed it because they didn't think it would it would win the vote. They, they want to see whether there was vote tampering involved. Uh-huh. Probably. He says, we'll continue to fight the growing drug culture. Denver's becoming the illicit drug capital of the world. The largest issue here is not good for our city. And I agree. There ain't nothing good could come out of this. No. He said marijuana has brought more problems than it's solved for our city and our state. If we continue to go down this track, we're going to continue to see Colorado get in worse and worse shape. Um, anyway, the, the supporters extolled the potential health benefits from taking psychedelic mushrooms. Mm. Yeah. They loved it. Last fall, the U.S. Drug and Food Administration granted psilocybin breakthrough therapy. Yeah. yeah for its wow. potential to help with treatment-resistant depression. Okay, so somebody's See. depressed. They're whacked out of their mind. Let's give them some hallucinogens. That'll help. I guess it speeds up the development and review process for a medicine containing the substance is what the FDA did. Mm. So basically it tells this initiative tells the police to turn the other way and not bother people. So anyway, um, but check this out as of Wednesday, um, they wrongly called 
the initiative a bust based on the results. But guess what? The gap tightened throughout the night. And by 1 a.m. Wednesday, when Denver Elections put out its last release before pausing the count for the night, the measure was still losing by 3.4%. But it overcame that margin in the next and final round of results shortly after 4 p.m. So now it's on the books. Mm. They just decriminalized magic mushrooms and all this in Denver, Colorado. And I know these stoners are going to be happy. So we say all of that to talk about these two shooting suspects in Colorado. (laughs) Because the place is nuts. It's crazy. And we have family that live in Denver suburbs. Mm -hmm. We have family there. We got little kids, nephews that go to school there. And and what twice this month, Miss Capel? They've yeah. been they've been on lockdown. lockdown? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just little this kids. month, twelve, yeah, twice. Mm-hmm. Can't imagine that. One of the two suspects of the Colorado school shooting is female, reportedly transgender. Oh my God, this is going to cause so many problems. I know. Because it. now the focus is not going to be on the crime that this idiot did, mm-hmm. and the in the in the in the in the people they shot. But it's going to be on you misgendered her, him, it, whatever the hell it is. You misgendered him Mm -hmm. and you're wrong. Therefore, they get off the crime because you're mean. I'm telling you, this is where it's going to go. I am telling you, this is going to present problems because the police are already saying at the time it looked like a male. And that's why we said we had two males in custody. But it's a female. It was born a female. That now wants to look like a man. Mm-hmm. It's the second suspect that yesterday's shooting at the STEM school in Highlands Ranch has been identified as a juvenile female. Yeah. Although the per- person is reportedly transgender. It's so it f- won't even be about the, the, the terror or the shooting. It'll be about this. Yes. And they're going to be in big trouble for misgendering this mm-hmm. thing. Because they identify as a female Although the person is transgender. They say the shooting, it left one student dead, eight others wounded, was perpetrated by this 18-year-old Devon Erickson and an unnamed minor, they said. But they said the minor is transgender and is transitioning from woman to man. Mm-mm. Now, here, here's, here's the sheriff's already going, uh-oh, uh-oh. Douglas County Sheriff Tony Spurlock said on a Wednesday morning press conference that he did not directly respond to reports about the minor's gender. He says, right now, we are identifying the individual as a female because that's where we're at. We originally thought the juvenile was a male by appearance. Now, that statement there is going to come back and haunt him for the rest of his political career. (laughs) Is it? It it is. Because how dare you misgender you're a you're a white supremacist cis male. Mm-hmm. And never mind that this freak, this confused, demonized piece of freak meat, killed another kid and wounded a bunch of others, and would have continued to do so had law enforcement not gone there and stopped it. And then this other guy, the 18 year old adult, this uh, Devon guy. His car was towed from his home 
And he had spray painted on his car, F Society. Mm. But of course, the real word. Mm -hmm. F-U-C blank society. Yeah. Along with the number 666. And an apparent pentagram. So the guy's a Satanist. Yeah. He's an alleged allegiance to Satan to have those things on his car. So there is, there is a satanic connection with their shooting death and the transgenderism. Mm-hmm. Because it's a satanic world. And these are satanic people full of demons and the portals have been open and they're all around. That's right. And though they say that no motive has been released, but the two shooters reportedly harbored rage and anger toward their fellow classmates. Yeah, and then there's another article, and I posted it on, on, on Facebook. I'm not reading it here. But the at least Devon hated Trump. He mm-hmm. loved Obama. And he was one of those people. Yep. And I uh, thought the world was, you know. It, of course, you know, if you love Obama, right? Mm-hmm. And you hate Trump. And you hate anything concerning. Oh, and he hated Christians. He mm-hmm. hated Christians. Oh, of course. You know the guy was a libtard that was for gun confiscation and gun control, right? Mm-hmm. Yet this is the very guy that takes a gun and kills people. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So none of the none of the, the 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 agenda, none of the stories are true. What's true? Are these guys, these are demons in flesh suits. Yep, and they're all around us. They're overwhelming us. So the cops immediately responded. It was a huge thing. You probably saw it on the news. And they stopped this guy from, uh, oh, this guy and this girl from committing more things. But anyway, um, I talk about the story simply because at some point, that's going to be a big issue. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been saying this for years with this whole transgender crap. For law enforcement and for anybody who's, who has any kind of semblance of a brain, people can't just pick their own gender whenever they want. They have to be identified as something. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a big problem when this person was once a female that now says I'm a male and then now he can change his driver's license, his birth certificate, and it's not a male. It's a female. Here, here you have here you have a thing. You have a little female that looks like a dude. So they say we have a dude, but right now he says no, identified as female because uh, you know she's biologically one, mm-hmm. but she's transitioning. So you wait till all these idiot tards come out and start. How dare you misgender? Mm-hmm. No wonder she wanted to kill people. I hate this place, Miss Capel. I know, I know. And the other thing that I thought was really suspect was the school. The name is STEM School Highlands Ranch, S-T-E-M. Yeah. Okay? So I asked my family member, is that a specialized school or what? Because the school goes from kindergarten to 12th grade, which is very unusual. And, um, she's, and I was told that it was um, a specialized school because these kids are... Um, are specialized in math and science. So it's a community of special kids that um, that excel in math and science. I just think that's odd. Yeah. 
I really do. I think that's another red flag there. You know, it doesn't say anything either that these these two shooters went there, Mm-mm. or ever went there. You know, I, you know what I mean. But it, it is odd. They it just is, said they were students, so you just assume that's where they went. Yeah. Um. But you're right. You know, we we heard that name stem. Really, I mean, you just think of stem cells. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, it's got to be an acronym for something, but I don't know what. But it. it yeah, I'm just really? saying it's just not right. Yeah, the other thing about this story, you know, if you get a chance, you, you go to our Fifth Hook Media Facebook page. There's a picture of this guy Devon Erickson there that I don't I don't think the other news sites has because it's, the story's from uh, uh, Melny News, and it's the one that it says Colorado school shooter hates Trump, hates Christians, loves Obama. Uh, it's posted there, but there's a picture of him on there. And what I want you to notice is his alien-like, springly, claw-like hands and his alien-like, skinny, gray alien body. Mm-hmm. I'm serious because it's the same body, the same hands like Obama has. Yeah. And um, what's her face? The one with the flipper hands. Uh, Oh, gosh, who was that? Um, Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. You know, now here I, I know, I go crazy. But it's like this, there's a hybrid, when I say aliens, you know, I'm not talking about from outer space. I'm talking about demonic, fallen, reptilian, I don't know what they are, creatures that are mixing their seed with men. This guy's, this, this dude, who knows if he was born in a lab or, you know, created in a lab or I don't know, but... His hands are not normal. Mm-mm. And you look at this picture, and they're not human hands. They're way, way too long. From the wrist to the, to the first knuckles are way too long. His feet are way too long. He's, he's totally out of proportion for a human. That's why these things, are, they're not real to me. You know? Yeah. So I just, just my two cents worth. All right, Ms. Capel. All right, Brother Capel. I think that's it. Is that it? Wow, that went by fast. It did. It was only 48 minutes. Shame. They're kind of short stories. You really don't need to go too much. Well then, ciao, babies. Good night.
is a thrill You knew tomorrow would be better still Things have changed, you're much older now If you're unhappy and you don't know how Why don't you look in?